Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. This is Dr. Simon. I do a show called The Stories We Live By. I haven't done one in a few weeks, and I'm now doing one on a Saturday afternoon at 4 o'clock. Uh, I have determined that it really makes no difference whether I do premium, uh, which means I pay for the uh, privilege of a longer episode uh, in the evening after uh, 7 o'clock, or I do it any other time. Ultimately, I get the same number of people uh, who come and find my episodes. So I have decided to do it this way. I may change my mind, as I have in the past, and do it other ways. Uh, but I'm sitting comfortably here. We had a big storm here in Florida yesterday, and today was a gorgeous day. Um, cool and dry. Um, wonderful. In any event, uh, I wanted to talk about uh, something that was in the newspapers a while ago, um, and that was a young man uh, who, with his friends, got roaring drunk and plowed into uh, a car or a truck <clears throat> that um, was trying to ch- people were trying to change a uh, tire at the side of a road, and he killed, I believe it was four people. The young man was arrested. Uh, he was uh, way over the limit uh, for a DUI, and it came to court. And the defense called a psychologist... Um, who uh, said the young man really shouldn't be punished. He suffered from a mental disorder that he termed affluenza. Now, I really find that enormously creative, uh, a play on influenza, which is a viral uh, infection that uh, uh, is quite painful and can, for people my age, actually uh, cause death, lead to pneumonia. Uh, and is a true illness. But affluenza, uh, which uh, allowed the judge to uh, not send this young man to jail, but to put him in, under house arrest or probation for, I think it was 10 years, um, caused an outrage. And it caused an outrage in me as well, because as anybody who has ever followed my shows, and if you uh, go into my archive, uh, if you want a larger explanation that I'm going to provide today on why all of psychiatric diagnoses, or virtually all, not all, but virtually all, are simply moral terms. They say there's something wrong with somebody, and then pretend that the wrong is not a moral wrong, but a... Um, uh, uh, a psychological or uh, a medical problem, a medical problem. That's why psychiatry pretends to be medicine, and unfortunately, psychologists and social workers who do psychotherapy uh, and are paid for by health insurance um, have, uh, in order to earn a living, uh, glommed on to this uh, uh, notion that by calling somebody a name, uh, and dressing it up as a medical problem, uh, they can be paid for treating it. Basically, um, what they're trying to do is convince an individual uh, to behave differently. Uh, and when it's done well, and we can help an individual develop more insights, uh, become more educated as to him or herself, 
it does seem to increase the probability of a person feeling like an individual and behaving like a real person uh, with an identity, an individual rather than a group identity, and choosing to behave what we would call more responsibly because they have the ability. To me, the idea of being responsible uh, is a developmental concept because we certainly can't ask young children to be responsible uh, for taking care of themselves or going out and earning a living. Although in some countries uh, where most many of our jobs have gone, that's exactly what we expect. <clears throat> in any event, um, this, this piece of outrage led me to think about this and talk about um, some topics that are related to uh, the whole issue of can somebody have affluenza and therefore be held not responsible. The term affluenza is meaningless from a, from a psychological or from a uh, scientific point of view. Science tries to explain why something takes place, and science um, can't produce moral, uh, moral terms. It doesn't produce morality. You can't uh, become scientifically uh, proved that one uh, idea is right and one wrong, or one behavior is right and one behavior is wrong. Um, but science tries to, des to describe, explain, predict, control phenomena. And what we have here is a term that wouldn't have existed had this young man not gotten drunk, too drunk to drive a car, and killed people. So he did this thing, and in order to get him off uh, and not be punished by the law, uh, to subvert the justice that the uh, relatives and friends and others of the victims uh, would want to see, uh, to uh, further subvert the already shaky morality of the society in which we live, you create this term. It has no meaning because there's nothing you could point to in the brain or the body or the blood of an individual that would allow you to say he has affluenza, unlike uh, the real flu, influenza, which killed 19 million people uh, in 1919, uh, as soldiers were coming back from World War One, There is no descriptive value in it. Had he not done this, he wouldn't have had affluenza. And now that he has affluenza in the minds of people, this explained why he uh, got drunk and killed people, why he can't be held responsible for his actions. But there's nothing you can see under a microscope. There's nothing you can see in a blood test. There's nothing you can see in an X-ray or an MRI or a CAT scan that would independently show you why affluenza or almost any other of the psychiatric diagnoses have any scientific validity. It's a moral term. And it's a moral term. It says there's something wrong with him, but by pretending to be an illness, it subverts the idea that the individual should be held accountable for his actions. In this case, killing people because he was partying and having a good time. 
The idea was here that this young man was raised by such doting parents, apparently the mother, because we know subsequently she ran away with him to Mexico, where he partied and took drugs. And God only knows what really went on in the relationship between this boy and his mother. Uh, I'm thought of, you know, I, when I first read about the issue, uh, they're living together in Mexico. She ran away with him. Um, as Freud would say, Oedipus Schmedipus, as long as you love your mother. Uh, talk about an Oedipus complex. In any event, um, we, it raises a question. Can people be responsible? Can we ever be held responsible? Uh, according to the psychiatric model, since anybody can create a word to uh, say, a word which then acting as a pseudoscientific concept can uh, say that the individual uh, is not responsible for his actions because he or she has a serious illness, there is no notion of responsibility. And without a notion of responsibility, there can really be no morality. Uh, I learned that to punish my cat for pissing in the corner on a carpet when I wouldn't let him out was a waste of time. It made him fearful. It made him uh, piss only even more. Uh, he's a cat, not a human being. And science, in many ways, uh, has uh, uh, treated human beings as robots, as things under the control of, of external influences uh, that make it impossible for us ever to be anything but an automaton. Or a, or a functioning being uh, that can be tweaked with drugs in order to control behavior that we ourselves can't control. But science has never proven that we can't be responsible, that we can't make decisions, and that these decisions have meaning and consequence uh, for which shame and guilt are often the emotional response to something we did wrong and hurtful that we know we did, and that we know came out of our actions, um, even though uh, they claim that there's no self and there's no, you know, we're nothing but a brain and a jumble of chemicals and neurons, etc., we experience ourselves as as uh, moral beings, um, and we experience ourselves as moral beings, even if it's impossible for us to be moral beings raises a profound philosophical question. My feeling is, if we can't be responsible, and no one is responsible, open up the prisons, let everybody out, uh, because there is no notion of control or self-control. We all have to be controlled externally. And who then is morally responsible or able to control us in a way that would be moral? Now, we are scientific beings who ask questions and try to explain things. We all are. Um, what do I eat in order to stay healthy? And how fast do I have to run so that car doesn't run me down in the street? Uh, and what do I have to do to hit a golf ball uh, that it generally goes straight and as far as I wanted it to? All of these things are scientific issues. But we're also moral philosophers because we feel ourselves to be selves because we see that human beings uh, can be hurt by others uh, who are stronger than them, uh, and, and that 
under certain circumstances, we can feel, oh, I just lost my, where did it go? Where, where's my, where my studio? Okay. Uh, we feel ourselves capable of making decisions. And we feel ourselves uh, uh, able to see the consequences of our actions. It doesn't matter to me if science can prove or disprove uh, that we are capable of being responsible. Being responsible is not even a scientific issue, although it can be made a scientific issue. To me, it's more important that it's a moral issue because there can be no justice. There can be no justice. There can be no fairness unless we accept that human beings are capable of, under the right conditions, uh, uh, being moral beings, being fair, uh, uh, being in, uh, acting in ways to avoid guilt and shame so that they don't harm or destroy others or themselves. Now, I recognize, I recognize that I'm stating my own moral beliefs. Uh, we are watching now in the world uh, the rise of absolutism. In this country, you see it in Donald Trump and, and Cruz, uh, uh, Ted Cruz, who frightens me in many ways much more uh, than, than um, Donald Trump, uh, who believes that there is an absolute right or wrong, that he knows what that absolute right or wrong is, and uh, is his tribe... Uh, and, and there is this tremendous rise of tribalism here uh, across the Middle East and many parts of the world that say uh, that we're not responsible for the morals that we live by, but God is, and we know what God wants, and it can end up being anything that we want God to say uh, uh, that is moral, and that as a result... Uh, with our tribalism, we can see that we are moral and we are responsible and we are perfect and we are good. And the people in other tribes are not any of those things. In fact, they're not even human. They're vermin. They are apostates. Uh, and we can and have a moral obligation to kill them. Under these circumstances, morality becomes a group morality and uh, the notion of individual responsibility or creativity disappears. And what you have is a moral system based on absolutes, uh, without mercy, without uh, any of the positive values uh, that Christ would have uh, wanted to see a society built upon uh, or the prophets, uh, the, the Jewish prophets of old, who said there must be a justice, a fairness, an equitability uh, among people, that all human beings are human beings and therefore have certain, and therefore have ascribed to them certain kinds of rights uh, for their lives uh, and that they must be treated fairly and, and uh, uh, treat others fairly. Our whole attempt uh, to embody this in a constitution, 
that says we're responsible and that fairness and justice uh, uh, have to exist and that no one group can have such power is to uh, obviate and take away the laws and the rules that uh, protect others of different tribes, of different nationalities, of different religions. All of that sits on the line. All of that is totally undermined by the nonsense that is promoted by the mental health industry, uh, which is now probably at its lowest point with the idea of affluenza. People will, I know who say, listen to this, say, it's all bullshit affluenza. But you see, you have to be able to state why it's bullshit. You see, you have to be able to state that it's part of a set of terms called mental disorders or mental illness that are not illnesses and that have no explanatory value whatsoever. I'll give you one more example because I'm always coming up with examples. Somebody doesn't work and somebody doesn't contribute doesn't do well in school, doesn't do homework. We say, they are lazy. Why are they lazy? Because they don't do their work. Why don't they do their work? Uh, Because they're lazy. We have just gone around in a complete circle. We have stuck our head up our own ass. We are Yutzbirds. The Yutzbird, by the way, the legendary Yutzbird that lived in the Andes Mountains, uh, was born, and it took only one flight because it had one wing longer than the other. And it took its flight, it went around in ever-diminishing concentric circles till it disappeared up its own asshole. Uh, it's a miracle there were any Yutzbergs at all, uh, but apparently so the legend goes there were. So, we must have an idea of morality, of fairness, of justice, It needs to be codified. And at the same time, I think we need a morality that came from uh, Jesus uh, and uh, the New Testament, which, again, is not practiced any more than the idea of justice seems to be practiced only sporadically. And that is there must be sympathy, there must be mercy, there must be forgiveness, there must be a view Uh, that human beings are all human uh, and that none of us are superior in such a way as to make our lives more valuable than anybody else. So, there is no such thing as affluenza or any other so-called mental disorder. Um, uh, Not true. For example, patients who are diagnosed with dementia can be demonstrated to have uh, brains uh, that are uh, smaller, uh, that are uh, uh, have plaque, that that have uh, disease qualities, that can explain their behavior uh, and uh, the loss of memory, the loss of control, and should be uh, seen as less responsible and given less responsibility. This young man should have been put in jail whether he would have learned to be responsible there or develop the the capacity to be responsible, maybe when he would have seen that uh, mommy and daddy's money could not buy him his freedom, that he was not going to get all that he wanted, that wishing uh, didn't automatically lead 
uh, to uh, uh, the appearance of some object or objects uh, of his desire to be in his room or on his bed. Um, maybe he would have become a stronger, better person. Or maybe he would have been so obnoxious to the people who were in prison, who were, uh, who were poor, uh, that they would want not justice but revenge and maybe kill him. So it's a sad story. And again, uh, it's a sad story because uh, our moral systems are not systems based on a Judeo-Christian ethic as it demands us to be, uh, that we in our science or pseudosciences completely and utterly keep attacking the idea that we are anything but victims and as victims are sick, distorted, pathetic individuals with no real individual identity or capacity to be responsible and held responsible, uh, and therefore our system and our society uh, continue to fall apart. And they are falling apart, and everybody knows they're falling apart. And rather than look inward at the role each of us plays in making it fall apart, we look for the individuals who we believe are responsible, and we scapegoat and scapegoat and scapegoat. I am now reading a wonderful book on the life and universe of, it's called The Life and Universe of Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein, His Life and Universe. I forget the author. Wonderful book. Uh, and as Germany uh, finished World War I, the war that they basically started, uh, and then the Allies punished them severely, and the uh, mark, their, their uh, uh, money system collapsed entirely. They looked around, and rather than say uh, uh, individually and collectively, uh, we have to change ourselves from the idea of being morally superior beings uh, that can't be held accountable for our actions. Uh, they tried a little bit of, of a democracy, uh, it failed, and the next result was the, the, the savagery uh, of the Nazis under Hitler. I, again, don't have great faith in uh, what we're doing to our planet to save it. I don't have great faith uh, that we as a species um, uh, can save ourselves from ourselves. Uh, we lose the capacity very easy to say I am responsible and I've done wrong and I have to make amends and say I'm sorry and try to be better as a human being. We keep drifting into uh, 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 organizations uh, that uh, are, are, are based in uh, tribalisms, that our tribe is the human tribe, that our tribe is loved by God, that we are better than other tribes. And therefore, we have a right to be able to do whatever we want to the members of that tribe uh, because of our superiority, our moral, scientific, intellectual, and superiority in every other way. And as a result, uh, the wars go on, the, the uh, killings get worse, uh, the savagery gets worse, and um, I, I watch... Not with, with, with a certain kind of detached humor when I watch the debates uh, and, and the pathetic egos 
of these individuals who want power uh, without any insight into their behavior or the consequences of their behavior to the society that they claim to love and want to save. Well, I don't think anybody's there. I'm finished. I have another five minutes. I'm going to sit here for a couple of minutes. I'm going out for a nice dinner tonight. I'll have a couple of good glasses of wine. Fortunately, the uh, other couple is driving. Otherwise, uh, I wouldn't be able to have a couple of glasses of wine. I wouldn't do it. Well, I would do it, but I would be afraid of getting caught and lose my license because here in Florida, a DUI would go right to Tallahassee and uh, I would lose my license or have to prove uh, that I'm a worthy being. And in fact, if I ever hurt anybody because I... um, did drink and drive. Uh, I, I my guilt would be such that probably I would feel that's it. I've lived too long, and I don't know what the hell I would do. Because I do feel like I'm an individual, and I do feel responsible, and do know that uh, if I have a couple of drinks and get behind the wheel, uh, this is not the best moral thing to do. So anybody there? Anybody there? I keep saying I'm going to do something with Facebook and social media to make myself more popular. But I think all of that is such bullshit. It's ego and vanity. And I do these shows for my needs. Because I love doing them. I like being feeling professorial and working out a set of ideas, which I think I worked out pretty nice tonight. The difference between explanation and morality that is one says right or wrong good and bad the other says what is in terms of this touches that this makes that happen and the fact that we can confuse the two and if we confuse the two we use the terms of moral terms to say something is wrong with an individual but the wrongness says that they're all not responsible for their actions and thereby depriving them of the ability to ever become an individual capable of saying, I should do this and I shouldn't do that because this is right and that's wrong. And I don't know how I would live myself if I crashed into a truck blazing drunk and killed four people. So there is something wrong with this young man. But it's a moral problem. He is morally damaged. He knows how to drive. He knows how to drink. He knows how to run away from the United States to avoid his punishment. Okay, I'm going to end my episode. We're not going out till a couple of hours later, so here we go. Ending the episode. Ending the episode.